Running a brokerage is hard work. So whether you're focused on building your own sales pipeline, hiring the best agents, leveling up your team's production, or protecting culture you've built, you're in the right place. Real estate brings the challenges, and we share the solution. Welcome to the show dedicated to broker entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Brokerpreneur Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the doctor of flow. I am here negotiating <laughs> with the big guy himself. Probably going to lose. <laughs> Matt Vi, how's it going, Matt? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, Dr. Ben. Awesome. The, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I want I want to get right into it, right, right into our topic today. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I've already teased at it just a little bit. Right. Right. So, you know, we're, we're talking about negotiation. I will say that I live with two amazing negotiators. Yeah, kids always are. <laughs> so... Uh, it's 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 that certainty. It seems like it's that certainty that makes you know that makes a big a big difference. But we'll 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 see what Matt has to say. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I haven't listened to this one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, tell us exactly what we're talking about, and then I'll let people know how to follow us. Yeah. So uh, I think a lot of brokers already know how to kind of negotiate when it comes to a real estate transaction. Mm-hmm. But do they know how to negotiate when it comes to recruiting? And that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna spend a couple of minutes on. Gotcha. I love it. <clears throat> so guys, uh, before we get started, make sure wherever you are, you hit that follow or that subscribe button. That helps us, help, helps us out a ton and lets all these platforms know that we're doing a good job and you like our content. Um, Brokerpreneur Not So Secret Society. Gosh, we'd love to see you there on Friday. It's down in the description below. Every Friday, 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we come together with brokers from across the country to talk everything, scaling a brokerage, recruiting, retention, agent productivity. And then we always hear like some funny stories of just what's going on inside oh, yeah. of you know, a brokerage every single week. And uh, and we would love we would love to hear yours as hear yours as well. So, um, you know, come I'm on. gonna t- I'm gonna tell you a story real quick. <laughs> okay, you, you you start sharing the story, and I'm gonna grab an ink pen. All right. So uh, did I grab your pen? No, I left it over here. Okay. So uh, uh, so one of our brokers was uh, uh, you know they have a, a tremendous amount of leads. They've got a small office, and uh, and we were in a conversation in a mastermind, and we got off track and started laughing about this. You know there was an agent in their market that uh, you know she had talked to possibly about joining the company and said, hey, I've got some leads. How about if I give you some? How about if I give you some leads? And uh, and uh, for somebody outside of her <laughs> yeah, office, I know and, where this is. Yeah, and right. and the <laughs> the agent actually said. Yeah, these these leads. I really want to. I really want to stick to leads that are more at this price point instead of you know some of the price points of what you've been giving me. And the broker said, "What should, what should I do about that?" And I laughed and I was like, "Cut your ties, man! <laughs> are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, these Somebody, leads. these yeah. leads aren't good enough. Yeah, right. Then what did you just say? You you aren't even with my brokerage yet." Yeah, and I'm trying to help you out because you told me you were struggling and you can't move yet and all that kind of stuff. But yet the leads aren't good. Man, just run away. Don't walk. Yeah. Run away. Sprint. Right. Cut the ties, man. <laughs> Holy cow. <clears throat> yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. So that goes, gives you guys an example of some of the things that we hear. Oh, yeah. Broker Pro not so oh, We were all laughing so hard. It was yeah. so awesome. Yeah, for sure. She was like, you aren't going to believe this. So yep. anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so negotiations, right? You may get into it. Sure, man. I was getting ready to, I was getting ready to get into it, but I'll let you do it. All right. Negotiations. What's up, Matt? (laughs) What's up? So, uh, so you've heard us say this before, right? Part of the reason why we do what we do is because there's a lot of resources out there for real estate agents. There's not a tremendous amount of resources out there for real estate brokers. Correct. Okay. 
There are a lot of things in real estate that, that you learn as an agent that you can do as a broker, but there are some that you cannot. Yes. Okay. It's just not the, it's just not the, it's just not the same. When it comes to negotiating as a uh, negotiating as a broker, let me let me say this really quick. There's a, there's a book by Chris Voss. It's called Never Split the Difference. Yep. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that, absolutely hundred percent, you should listen to that book. I think we've mentioned a couple of podcasts before. <clears throat> For sure. Uh, but but absolutely incredible book. We're not going to get into all the little techniques of what he does, but there's some incredible things inside that that are just that are just really good. Yeah. But but here's what I, here's what here's what I would say, probably the biggest thing that that you have to let go of mentally as an agent that you maybe you did as an agent that you can't do as a as a broker, okay? And this is I was kind of laughing about that person saying about the leads and everything. All this kind of dovetails together. Man, you got to treat it like there's nothing to lose when you're recruiting. You have to act like there's nothing for you to lose when you're recruiting. As soon as you get commission breath in your negotiations with agents, man, it is over. Okay? Yeah. And, and so you have to make sure that whenever you're talking, that you have a strong enough pipeline that you are never so, uh, so uh, stuck with the, with the options that you have of the agents that are in your pipeline. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things that uh, that brokers run into is is you know it's a cycle, right? So it's a, it's an up and down. So they start doing the things that they need to, and all of a sudden they start getting appointments, and they have to follow up, and they have to check in with this person. Person starts ghosting them, and and then they're trying to follow up, and all this. Next thing you know, those activities that that were feeding the pipeline stop happening yeah. because you're paying so much attention to the things inside the pipeline, especially if you're out there selling still, or especially if you've already got a really productive office, you got 150 agents in it, you got all these things going on, and all of a sudden you're talking to Betty Sue and she goes to you for a couple of days and then you forget about it next, right? Yeah. You have to feed your pipeline constantly and you have to treat it like there's nothing to lose. As soon as you start acting desperate for that agent to join, it is over. Even if they come on board, you've lost. Okay? Yeah. And so what you have to make sure that you're doing, number one, is just treat it like the, treat it like you, you've got nothing to lose. As an agent, sometimes that fit and sometimes that didn't fit, right? Sometimes you took a listing and the listing was a little bit overpriced, but the seller was flexible and you knew you were going to be able to negotiate it. Sometimes, and especially in the market of the past couple of years, you're like, oh, I'm going to take this listing and it's overpriced. Next thing you know, you got a contract yeah. three days later, right? So, uh, so there, there are, there are things that happen that you're just, you know, it kind of that risk of, of, you know, I don't want to lose this. You kind of had to take that risk as an agent. In your recruiting, I'm going to urge that you don't do that. In your recruiting, I'm going to urge that you treat it like you have nothing to lose. There is another great agent either coming into the business, another great agent that's already in the business, or another great agent that's leaving the business that can help your agents that are currently in the business. This is all about a cycle. You just have to make sure that you stay in front of a pipeline that fits who you are as a brokerage, and you've got to treat it, number one, like there's nothing to lose. Yeah, no, I love that. The So, you know... Uh, uh, negotiation, right? And you you, men you mentioned the books, right? You talked about a few things there. Uh, there's so many different techniques. There's so mm -hmm. many different ideologies when it comes to negotiating. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I kind of just want like a few a few examples of some yeah. of some things that you know our brokers can take and say, "Well, gosh, you know, maybe I'm not a great maybe maybe um, the only people who've ever joined my brokerage and that kind of thing are just my friends, right? Right." I don't. I don't really know how to how, how to even teach negotiation because I never negotiate. Right? right, it's all hugs. Right, right. What's some specific things that um, 
either the the broker can can use when negotiating you know from a recruiting standpoint like hey you know we're talking about joining the brokerage what's some things that you know maybe they could share with their agents like you know whatever you want to go down that path just Mm -hmm. give me some techniques yeah so here's what all great negotiation whether it's classes or books or whatever here is here is one thing they all have in common listen okay Mm -hmm. now with that being said so some of the crap that you hear out there, it's a very limited amount of listening going on. Right? <laughs> you know it. You know it. And and there's some fun ones to to hear how some of these people just right how they think that they're listening when they well here's the twelve trick questions you ask somebody and it'll pin them into joining whatever. It is. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, is that what you want? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I tricked that guy. I signed this paper, right? Uh, yeah. And then you got to and then you have to you know then you have to fulfill, right? Yes. All right. So, uh, so listen and listen is key. How much you listen really is the difference between how, how well some of these tactics works and work and how well they don't work. Right. Yeah. We've all heard the open-ended question thing, right? We've all heard that, you know, a million times, right? Don't give them, uh, the opportunity to answer with one or, you know, one word, right. Or less head shake. Right. So, uh, so, so absolutely that's part of it. If you want to, if you want to be effective in your negotiation, you have to get them to talk, okay? You okay. have to get them to and and uh, talk a decent amount. Yeah. So whenever we talk about listening, and we've said this in a bunch of we've said this in a bunch of podcasts. Anytime we have events and everything that I can bring this up, I absolutely bring it up. You need to go three deep, okay? That that enhances the ability of you to be able to pull the truth from what you're listening to. Gotcha. Okay. What I mean by that is. You know, if, if you, if somebody, you know, if you say, Hey, is commission split important to you? And somebody says, yeah, commission split's really important. You know, it's all about how much money I take home. If you stop right there, you listen to what they said, but you might not really heard what they meant. Yeah. Right. And so, so that's where we talk about going three deep and you say, well, you know, well, tell me a little bit about it. You know, what's your best year ever commission wise and what did it allow you to do with your, with your life that you can't do when you're making less money, right? Stuff like that is what you want to be able to say, because if you can go three deep in that conversation, what you hear, what you're listening to is going to allow you to hear what it is that they really want to accomplish. Yeah. And so if you ask that question and then ask a question again about whatever that answer was and ask a question again about whatever that answer was, the other thing that's going to happen is they're going to, because they came clean, they're going to feel like you were really listening. Yeah. They're going to feel more connected. And the reason why they're going to feel more connected is because they opened up more. Yeah. Right. So we, so we want to make sure that, that we're really listening and going three deep on that is going to, uh, is absolutely going to help us do that. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, one thing that we talk a lot about, you know, in our masterminds and, you know, we bring it up in Broker Pro Not So Secret Society for sure is, you know, we have we have some pillars mm-hmm. right within within our recruiting and, and within our, you know, kind of brokerage uh, scaling philosophy. And there's four of them. Everybody can have their own pillars. Right. right. They all need to kind of, you know, be in certain categories. Right. And because, uh, you know, I don't need to go too you know, too deep on, on, on our pillars. But. It's a framework. Right. And I think, you know, if you're talking like an interview or you're even having, you know, conversations about, um, you know, scheduling an appointment with someone or, you know. Yeah, they're contemplating joining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you name it. You need to have that framework. Yep. And it's one thing to go into a conversation with a set of tools Mm -hmm. or tricks like, you you know, you you were were joking about a second ago. It's another thing to be like, I already know what I'm going to say because it makes it that much easier and it's a whole nother thing to just wing it. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. 
it makes it easy to listen if you know what you're going to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, so, uh, how do I say this without, uh, so I'm trying to say this without onomatopoeia. <laughs> I'm trying to say this without being condescending, right? Okay. Yeah, this <laughs> you know, I struggle with that this sometimes. Dude. We love you guys. It's okay. I mean, oh. it's like that. It's like that meme, that video, that little boy and his mom's like, you know, do you want a skinny? You know, do you think I'm skinny? Do you think I'm fat? He's like, I love you. <laughs> I mean, you're getting a little big, but I love you. <laughs> right. Right. Hey, Dr. Ben here. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If sometimes you feel overloaded or alone when it comes to building your brokerage, I want you to know that we are here for you. There's so much support available to agents, but hardly any dedicated to brokers. I want to personally invite you to schedule a complimentary strategy call where Matt will help you build a three-step profitability plan that will immediately produce results. This is not a sales pitch. There's no obligation. Simply click the link in the description below. Now let's get back to the show. So, uh... I think a lot of brokers convince themselves that they don't need to be prepared for their interview because they're great people, people because they've sold a lot of real estate uh, already in there Mm -hmm. and they just have an easy time talking to to people. So they don't believe that they need to be as prepared for their, uh, for their uh, interviews as they should be. Okay. Yeah. Now with that being said, that makes negotiation harder. You know it. If, if you're not going to be prepared for the conversation, if you're, if what you're saying in your appointment doesn't match what you're saying in your interview, doesn't match what you're saying post interview, doesn't match what you're saying in onboarding. If all those things don't match, if they don't all line up now, yeah. don't you think you have to, you've got some Lucy, you got some Samantha to do, <laughs> right? You've got it. You're going to have to explain your way through all that. And then you're going to have to end up negotiating like 50 times because something's going to come up and they're going to say, wait, well, I thought this was this. And I thought, wait a minute, I thought that was this way. And, and didn't you say that this, instead of being able to say, this is how we do it. This is how this is going to go. This is what this is going to allow you to do. If you plug into this, this is how you're going to win. Does that mean that every conversation is the same? No, I'm not talking not. about a completely homogenized conversation that you stamp with everybody. It's not what I'm saying. Don't be silly. But what I am saying is if you know enough about the real estate business to really help them grow their business and you know that your broker is positioned to help them do that and you hear them on what it is that they say that they need and you can talk about what it is that you do and how that helps them with their business, as those things match up, you're going to have to negotiate less. Yeah. And then whenever you do negotiate, you're negotiating from a stance of a conversation that you're comfortable having because you already know the conversation. You're yeah. not going to get blindsided by this. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's why, that, that's why I love the pillars. That's why I love the yeah, framework. Absolutely. And obviously, um, you know, I, I, did, I, I, did, I didn't know this until I met Matt and then Matt kind of explained it to me. And then, you know, here we are years later and we're still talking about it, yeah. but it's, it's not a script. Right. Right. It's, so, it's a, it's a little bit of a dialogue. Yeah. There's no doubt about that, but yeah. it's not, it's not a script. And, there's there's not one of our brokerpreneurs, not one of one of the people within our community, that can't, you know, be face to face there with an agent or on the phone or you or you name it, any any form or fashion, and get stumped on what to say, yep. what to talk about, and start feeling uncomfortable because it, they're not sure where this conversation is going. Absolutely, anything that the agent brings up fits in these four pillars. Absolutely, and they all they all know. A few things of what to talk about in there that makes that just 
makes it makes it smooth. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know any other way to say it. And so, you know, I would I would tell everyone out there, you know, to to you know kind of come up with your. I let Matt, you know, talk, come up with your four pillars or whatever. You know, however you want to say it, Matt. But uh, they need that. How, how do they build a framework? Yeah. If someone's not with us, how do they build a framework? Yeah. So, uh, uh, honestly, one of the things we got free classes that we do all the time, right? Yeah. Come, come join some of that. You need to pay attention to, to some of those, you know, lean into, lean into that, you know, uh, is, is how I would start that. But let me, let me, uh, let me, uh, that's how they would put their pillars in place, right. Or, or figure out what their pillars are. Let me, uh, let me say this about the, about the negotiation part that, that I yeah, think sorry, I took us off yeah, track. No, no, it's okay. So if, if I'm doing a great job helping the agent that I'm sitting in front of understand what needs to happen in their business, because I've listened to where they are, I've listened to where they want to go, and I know what I have that's going to help them get there. Mm-hmm. Not only does that limit the amount of negotiations I have to have, people don't want to argue with an expert. Yeah. You, know, you know who they'll argue with? You know who they'll try to negotiate with? An idiot. An idiot. Somebody that they don't, if they're not sure, hey, is this, uh, is this person really going to be the one that they're going to say, well, tell me more about this. And you said this and, you know, tell me about that. And, and if you're going to do this, I want these things to happen. Yeah. Right? Whenever someone's dealing with an expert, they don't want to be exposed that way. For sure. And when you have structure to what you're talking about, if you, when you have structure to doing what you're doing, you're so much less likely to run into that. You know who you will run into that with? People that aren't committed. People yeah. that don't want to, people that don't want to do what they need to do. They they heard you start talking about responsibility, and they heard you start talking about being accountable to prospecting and and following up and following through with leads. They heard all of those things. So you know what they're going to try to do? They're going to try to moonwalk out of that shit. They're going to start you know backpedaling, and they're going to be like, "Well, yeah, well, you better <laughs> give me a different split. That's right. You better give me a different split because this and and you're like, wait a minute." I've listened to you about what you wanted to accomplish with your business. I've told you a clear path of how we're going to get there. And now all of a sudden you're bringing things up that really don't have anything to do with what it was that we were talking about. You don't have enough business. So I'm giving you leads and you're trying to negotiate with me to give you better leads. (laughs) No, (laughs) just just no, you got to go. You're not going to fit. I don't have time or space in my brokerage for people like that. So having that structure allows you to not have to have those type of people in there. And it also limits the amount of, of uh, negotiation that you actually have to have to do with people. Sorry, I didn't mean to ramble on that. No, you're good. You, you, and you didn't. The, but that, that brings up a, a great point. That's probably the last, last thing we'll be able to talk about here just because of our, our, where we like to keep our podcast. Don't, don't, waste, don't waste time negotiating either. Oh, yeah. Right, because a lot of times you just, especially if someone's really good at negotiating. I've told you, I've, I've stopped mid-sentence on, a, on recruiting appointments before and was just like, yeah, we're, we're done. Right? I, yeah. Man, I appreciate you coming in. Like, my mid-sentence. Yeah. And I could tell that it wasn't going where it needed to go, and I was just like, we are just yeah. Yeah. done. So right? You know just, me, right? So oh, I, for sure. Just like, man, this, this really isn't, I, apologize. I love it that we met, and I wish you a ton of luck. You know, I know you got somewhere the hell else to be, and, <laughs> and I got to get back to doing my job, right? So, yeah. you know, <laughs> bye. <laughs> the, 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 I, I, I've told you this before. This is just hopefully this is funny. Hopefully everybody gets a kick out of this. <laughs> so I would walk people out, and, you know, I would walk them to the door, right? Yeah. There would be times, and my staff knew that if I didn't leave my office walking somebody out, 
There yeah. wasn't going to be a request for me to do any follow-up with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I would, I would get up and I would walk them out and I would, you know, make sure they knew who was in the lobby and all that kind of stuff and walk them to the door and, you know, open the door if I got there first, cause we were giving them, you know, whatever type of follow-up. And then my staff would be like, Hey, should I follow up with them? Should I, whatever, tell me a little, right. There'd be that with, a, with, with so many of the people. But every now and again, there was just people that they would come in and I would just, you know, get up and I'd be like, thanks for stopping by. And I'd go, you know, I was back at my desk before they got to the front door. And, uh, and my staff would always come in, you know, they, they would always be laughing about it. And they were like, uh, well, I guess there's no need to follow up on that person. I guess there's, <laughs> there's no need that that person's going to be not going to be part of the office because they were just man. Yeah. And just wasn't right. Yeah. And there was no need, and and there was no need to negotiate. Yeah, is it that I couldn't have got something worked out? Is it because that I couldn't have figured out a way to hire them? Probably not. There was probably a lot of people that I could have that I could have done that with. But if I would have started then, I would have been doing that the entire time that person was on board. You know it. And it's just absolutely exhausting and not worth it, especially in a, in a market that's trending the way that it's trending. Yeah. You know what I don't want to have is people that I'm having to drag along the entire way. Yeah, and that brings us that brings us back to um, you know what you said at the five minute forty five second mark. <laughs> As I take my notes here, uh, you can't negotiate out of desperation. Oh, absolutely, right. Yeah. And so, you know, I think I think that's a that's a great full circle, you know, to kind of take the podcast because, again, <clears throat> sometimes you feel like you may you know your brokerage may be in a place where it's like, gosh, I'll just take anybody, right? And 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 you'll negotiate. You'll be, be you'll be negotiated mm-hmm. into into whatever whatever and and it's just man the health of your broker just so much more important yeah come you know coming 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 from 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 that mind from that mindset so yeah I mean you tell agents all the time have a healthy pipeline yeah why would you not have a healthy pipeline yeah if you think it's a, do you want your agents to never have any listings and never have any buyers they're working with never have a nope. database nope. So then why would you not have recruits that you're constantly talking to? Why would you not have, uh, you know, why would you not have people in your recruiting database? Why would you not, right, uh, what? Yeah. Just go out there, get connected with people, talk to them, have a pipeline, stay consistent. Some of them are going to, some of them are going to pop if you're, if you're able to do that in a, in a consistent way. It's yeah. got to be authentic though. We've, we've course, talked about this course, a bunch yeah. of times before, right? Don't send them a bunch of crap they don't want. Okay? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Um, well, Guys, down in the down in the description, you know, below this podcast, if you want to learn how to fill your pipeline, you know, how to fill a database, how to fill the brokerpreneur hub, right? Schedule a strategy session with Matt. Gosh, you, you know, we we always make sure that everyone leaves there with a tremendous amount of value, yeah. whether they do anything with us or not. Right. Um, yeah. If you if you want your like you were talking about the pillars, right? If you mm-hmm. want if you want your pillars, we can in ten minutes we can figure out what your what your pillars are. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Just schedule a ten minute ten minute call with Matt, and uh, we'll show what we can do to change your brokerage. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond that, there's some easy things that I've got for you to do. The, you know, not as easy as that, but easy a little bit easy. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow button wherever you're listening, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms. If you're watching it on YouTube, hey, hit that red subscribe button, that bell right soda. You get notified every time we drop a new episode. There's no better time than the present. And to go to brokerpreneurpodcast.com, check out all the cool things that we have there to grow your brokers no matter what phase or stage of the business that you're in. Matt, we do this podcast, strategy sessions, brokerpreneur, not so secret society everything else for one reason and one reason alone tell them why that is man we just want to be part of your win